is Daniel Blair. Let's take you down to the Moto X Pod podium. All right, this week on the uh, Cherby's USA episode of the podium, we have from Get Data and Athena, Mr. Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How's it going, man? How are you? Doing good, doing good. Uh, looking forward to talking to you for a few minutes. Uh, we were talking off the air, and you, you've got a, a busy schedule coming up. Yeah, you know, I do a, a lot of stuff uh, with Athena and Get being based out of Italy. Uh, I get the motocross nations. Uh, we have a lot of riders there uh, for a lot of the other countries. And then uh, you come back to Red Bull Straight Rhythm and Monster Cup. I go back to Italy to our factory. That's when we uh, get ready for all of our new products at the ICMA show. <clears throat> and then I do uh, New Zealand and Australia as well. So I got a, a busy <laughs> schedule coming up to finish off the year. Yeah, sounds like it. You never slow down. No off season for you. No, not at all. Not no real off season for anybody. That's true. That's true. Well, let's get into the podium. So your uh, your topic was your top three favorite riders of all time. Um, let's start with your number three guy. Uh, for me, man, it's it's really tough. So I thought about this a little bit, and, you know, there's kind of different eras. You know, the era I grew up, the era I raced in, and, and the current era. Yeah. But as for, as for me, growing up-wise, my number three was, was Kevin Windham. Um I always looked up to Kevin. I thought he had amazing talent. And then when I was a young kid, it probably plays a big part in it. Um, I ran into Kevin and his wife, and he was super friendly. And as a young kid, that meant a lot to me. You know, yeah. I was a 65 rider, and, and I always remembered how nice he was and friendly he was uh, and treated me. And, uh, you know, I obviously became friends with him through, over the years, which, you know, that changes everything. But still, looking up to him as a rider, he was he was always on the podium for me as as one of the one of the greats. Yeah, you know, no matter what he did, he was a, a fan favorite, and um, like I got to meet him his rookie year. You know, he he would come over here to Tyler, Texas, to Swan to race when he was an amateur, and then he came out and practiced his rookie year a little bit, or right before his rookie year started actually. And I was out there on a practice day, and it was he was the only other guy at the track, and. Very nice, even back then. And, yeah, just always a, a really cool dude. And, like you said, his wife's pretty awesome, too. Yeah, they, they were cool, man. He actually, back then, I, I got to know him a little bit as, you know, I was a pretty good amateur riding, so mm -hmm. we had rid together and things like that. And uh, I still, to this day, I have a, a number eight Yamaha jersey from nice. when he was Fox and Yamaha. You know, I kept it all these years. Yeah. I just always thought it wasn't about, like, the results for him. It was just kind of his the person he was and that never really changed over the years you know you look at it to this day i don't think he's really changed um it never changed him the fame never changed him which i thought was really cool so. absolutely well let's uh let's get right into number two yeah number two for me would be ricky and um kind of i mean he's probably on everybody's list i think um for obvious reasons you know he's the greatest of all time we all say and and uh, I used to buy Ricky's bikes. Uh, we didn't come from a lot of money, and uh, he he was here in Florida where we were, and his dad and my dad were, were friends. And, you know, we used to get Ricky's leftover bikes from Team Green and stuff on, on 80s and 60s and stuff. So right. I always looked up to him and seen – I was a lot younger than him, but I still seen him grow up. And, and uh, the, you know, he kind of changed the sport as far as training and, and all that stuff and just his work ethic and – and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I thought that was always awesome. You know, him and Chad, the battle of, to do all that stuff, uh, he always wanted to win. You know, he would put it all on the table, whether it was crash and hit a boat or 
let's do anything, you know. And yeah, um, Ricky's still the same guy to me. Um, we still text, you know, weekly and hang out at the races. And I think it's cool that he's put his past behind him and he can hang out with guys like Chad and stuff. We have such battles with over the years and, and put it all behind him. So for me, it's it's Ricky. I think Ricky played a big part in in my life growing up as far as looking up riders. Yeah, right on. Yeah, Ricky, uh, I got a chance to meet him for the first time this year. Uh, and yeah, he's just, he's really cool. He's not what I expected. Like I always kind of thought he'd be real cocky and, um, you know, he's just, he's a friendly guy and he loves the sport and loves, he seems to love to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you see him, don't, don't ask him about Daytona 05. That's our joke. Cause that's the right chat beat him. And, yeah. and you know, Ricky's house Ricky didn't lose in Daytona. So, you know, that's, we always banter back and forth. That's cool. You know, he's got great stories over the years and, and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think I think he did a lot for the sport. I think he changed the way people train and approach it and yep. things like that. So I think I think he was good for it. For decades, Acherby's has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. With research and development, they continue to be on the top step of the podium each year. With products that fit perfectly, look amazing, and last, Acherby's is what you need. Acherby's is the proud sponsor of Factory Red Bull KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and many more teams. If you're looking for full plastic kits, individual pieces, discards, chain guide sliders and blocks, frame guards, gear, or any other of the numerous products Cherby's offers, visit acherbysusa.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and Brian and the crew will take care of you. Make sure to let them know that the Moto X Pod show sent you. Absolutely. Well, let's jump right into number one. I, I got a guess, but I'm, I'm going to see if I'm right. No, nah, you're wrong. 100% you're wrong. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Reed, your boy. Yep, and you're wrong. Okay. Nope, not even on my top, not even on my top three. So uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it, 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 it's McGrath. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I grew up uh, in that era, like I said, and, and I watched uh, Jeremy race, and you know I wanted to do everything he did in the steel videos and, and all that stuff. I raced BMX as well. Jeremy came from BMX, and yeah, I mean – he was awesome. You know, he was, he was just better than everybody else, you know, and I followed his career really close. Um, I, I'm not as close to Jeremy as I was, as I am to say Ricky or Chad or, or these guys, just because he was a little bit ahead of my time. Mm-hmm. We still did, you know, cross paths uh, and stuff like that at races. And, and, um, but yeah, I mean, for me, he was the ultimate hero, you know, and I think if you got, even ask guys like Chad, and I mean, that's why Chad does knack knacks and stuff, you know, he was, right, right. he was our hero. He was our hero back then. You know, he, he was just, he was a badass on a bike, you know, and then he would show up finally the one year he showed up at outdoors and he, he was like, I'm going to win. And he won that too. So, um, yeah, he, he was my number one for sure. Yeah. That mental side of like, he, he always would say, you know, like I knew I was going to win before I showed up. Like he had everybody beat before the gate dropped. Uh, you know, that was yeah, uh, kind of unheard of. If you look at those times too, I mean, he was practicing a lot more, I think, than a lot of the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he had test tracks, him and Lampson, and those guys with Honda. So I think they they were a little bit ahead of the time, uh, you know, in a sense. You know, maybe they were more prepared and, and stuff. But the things he did on the bike were just, you know, they were incredible. And then his gears, and you know, I mean, just he was cocky, but I mean, he was cocky in a good way. You know, he wasn't cocky like I'm a prick. He was right. just like I'm going to win, and. Uh, you know, that was awesome to see. It was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, you would have blown my mind if you had picked uh, JS7 as your number one. That would have probably 
fried everything here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, that, I mean, for, for me, for me, James is tough because so me and James are the same age, and we grew up in Florida racing together. So I didn't really like look up to him because I was trying to beat him every weekend. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and on very rare occasions on mini bikes, I'd get to beat him. Uh, you know, on our team green days and stuff, we had some battles. But when James got to that level he was unstoppable forever. And, and I mean, yeah, he's a great, and, and I know many people do look up to him, but for me, he was more of like a competitor at, for a yeah. while, you know, or that makes sense. Um, when he got on big bikes, you know, we weren't competitors anymore. He was, <laughs> he was next level, but um, yeah, it's just, for me, I look up to the guys I looked up to in my podium of, of grace are the guys that when I was growing up, I looked up to that were pros. Absolutely. It's a great list too. Um, before I let you go, uh, MX of Nations coming up. Um, realistically, where's the U.S. finish? They're on the podium, for sure. They're on the podium. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're they're better than they're better than people are giving them credit for. I think Red Bud was not a real indication. I mean, Fluke thing, a lot of pressure. Um, on paper, the Netherlands are unstoppable. Yeah, but. With with that being said, uh, Valandrin was a weak link last year. He didn't even get a race, and you know they still got second. So I think they'll be hard to beat. You know, if nothing crazy happens, I think they they are the best team. But I do think USA is the second best team. I really do. I don't. Um, I think guys like Max Nancy and um, you know Pauline and these guys will beat our guys. Um, but as an overall team. I think those guys are really solid. I like what they did with going over early. Yep. Um, I like them practicing, kind of getting the groove of things, and I think they're. Uh, I think they're. I think they'll be fun. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I, I really, you know, I was kind of disheartened there for a little while, just listening to you know Steve and everybody saying, oh, you know, we probably won't even get on the podium. But the more I, when, as I see the social media stuff with Zach and Jason, and those guys, and the the mindset they have, I, I I'm much more confident. I'm I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not it's not our A team we call it, right? But right. almost nobody does have their A team. And I think when you look at our guys, Jason wants to do good, Zach wants to do good, and Cooper wants to prove himself. So I'm fine with the team. I love I love it that they all want to do good. Yep. Justin's a great starter, which should help him there. It is hard to pass, uh, you know, being a man made track like that. So. I'm hoping that'll help them, um, you know. And I think with Jason and Zach, they're gonna they're gonna give it everything they got. And I mean, look, that's all we can ask for. I think they'll be on the podium. I think they're I think they're second place team. Awesome, I love it, Dan. Thanks for giving us some of your time, man. I know you're super busy with Get Data and Athena. A lot of traveling coming up, like you said. But thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Take all right, care. Dan. See you soon, bud. Yeah. <laughs>